In the game where you have nothing to lose as you are bound to end up dead, how do you choose who to kill off? Faced by complete strangers, the decision becomes save a child or a pregnant lady with the possibility of two people left alive at the end of the game. The catch is, you are not the only one this decision depends on. You have to count on 50 other strangers, believing the person to be left alive is also worth saving. And that, kids, is how to spoil the whole movie in about 20 seconds. Oh, welcome. This is by all means necessary. It's a mini so I'm your host, Maya. How professional. So today's movie, today's fake crime, fictional story is uh, loved kind of only by me, apparently, on the internet. This movie called Circle has ridiculously bad reviews. It's not The Circle, it's not the one with Emma Watson and Tom Hanks. I suppose that one has better reviews than this one. This one, he just said, it's like 5 out of 10, or like, I don't know, on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. It is, um, it's not really loved by the public and yet i have watched it twice so far yeah once just on netflix because i don't know i think i was looking up the circle and then now for the second time just for this research because i have a fish brain i forget immediately after watching something because of the amount of content that i consume i immediately forget what i have watched and what the plot was so i'm bringing you onto the experience with me if you haven't seen it this is it you are placed into a room that is full of these red circles and you are not really placed there in a a state where you're aware let's call it that in a state where you're awake somehow you're sleeping or just knocked out but you're standing and you suddenly start waking up and as you're waking up so are also 50 other people in the room the panic sets in. Some people are screaming. Some girl is saying that they're being watched because there is like a central figure that seems to be observing them. Somebody seems to be in the room even though they don't feel anybody else's presence but of the people surrounding them. And then there's a buzz in the middle and somebody gets killed off. So immediately people start screaming, they're losing their minds because they figure out that whatever the hell this game is, they're starting to drop. The bodies are starting to drop. Then another person just in all of that sheer panic walks off of that red circle. And you soon realize walking off of that circle also means that you will end up dead. People surrounding you are of all ages, there's a pregnant woman, there's a ton of old people, all of different races, there's teenagers, and there's also a little girl that is very close to this pregnant lady. So the middle bit seems to be the assassinator, okay? It seems to be killing off people, and so does stepping off of that red circle. And the lights on the floor that are in between the people standing on circles and that assassinator in the middle seem to be moving. So when they move their hands to the left or to the right, it changes the floor. So soon enough, they realize that this is a game and it is them. They are choosing who dies. The pregnant woman actually hones in on this first. She says it's a vote. The chimes that are in between that machine in the middle and the people go off once you close your hands. 
So moving your hands towards the left or towards the right means voting. And then eventually whatever your vote is, that arrow will point to the person that you voted for. And they're killing off whoever has the most amount of votes. They're like, well, this can be easy, right? Like there are people that are already dead. So let us just point this arrow and vote for the dead woman again. But it doesn't work, meaning that another person is now killed. So, you know, another person is saying, wait it out. No one votes. Like, maybe they don't kill us. Maybe that is the strategy. Let's just not vote for a round. You know, the hands are spread out so that they're not shut, because shutting your hand means making a vote. And the floor lights up and the machines decides on its own. So a teenager says, we can choose to go about it a certain way. And I was like, okay, this guy is a psychopath, but, but he figured out something. There's a minute or two, so between one and two minutes in each round. So his idea is to start killing off people who are in their 70s and 80s. So he starts, you know, asking how old people are. And then some people are getting offended. They're like, I'm in my 50s. Like, what, what do you mean? So what? What is the cutoff point then? What, when you kill all of these people, then what? 35, 20? Like, you're just trying to save yourself. He even makes a plan. He points out to this old man, says, start with him, then go clockwise. That should buy us 10 minutes. You know, we might figure out something in the meantime. But the old people protest and they start saying that they have as much right to live as any of the young ones. Something that you learn quickly in this game of circle is that if you start speaking up like this, if you start acting like a little psychopath, start telling people what to do and just, you know, going against the majority of the room still at this moment, because there's about 50 of them and at least 10 of them are of the age of 60 and plus, well, they're going to kill you off pretty, pretty soon. The teenager still doesn't drop dead, but somebody else does. And as he dies, you see people surrounding them. You know, the camera zooms in and you see that there is a child there. So there are teenagers. There's a small girl standing next to the pregnant lady as well meaning they're going to start having to make some difficult decisions. The psycho teen doesn't stop. He starts speaking up again, saying, you see, we did it. We just got to do it. We got to make some difficult decisions. And the woman next to him is like, shut the fuck up. We get it. Now let's not waste the precious time. Let's try to figure out how to beat this game. Does anyone remember anything? Maybe that is the clue. How did we all end up here? So another man starts saying, like, was it an alien invasion? This young man called Eric remembers that he tried to flee L.A. He was going out and then he was pulled into the air. It literally seemed like he was stuck in traffic one moment, then pulled into the air and then everything went dark. This old man that was standing next to Eric says that he agrees. He saw and heard aliens, actually. Instead of listening, however, the rest of the group decides that that man is going to be killed off next. As this man dies, you kind of see, once they are dead, it seems like they're either being pulled out of the room, but obviously everybody is kind of like occupied. You don't really see if this is some human action, if this is machine action, what the hell is happening. So as they're speaking, one of them remembers some kind of gas. And then the old man next to him says, yeah, we were actually taken by this big man who was also black. 
Yeah, they were wet and they also spoke, maybe in Chinese. So everybody's looking at him like, okay, you're just trying not to die. You're literally just trying to say something. So they're like, okay, what else? It's a black man speaking Chinese? Uh Uh-huh, sure. You hear the beep that is announcing the boat. And of course, he's the next one to go. So who's next in line? This 50-year-old lady. But they said, you're not 50, you know? Nothing really matters in this room. They're going to find the reason to kill you off. They're saying, you look at least like you're 70 or 80. Why don't you take your hat off? What's what's with the hat? Why is your hair so white? So she says she had cancer. She's in remission, but she feels better now. And the psycho teenager asks her, are you sure? Are you just like trying to buy time like this guy that we have just killed off? But then you hear a scream from the guy in the back of the room saying, what's next? Killing everybody over 35, like leave the woman alone. Maybe she did have cancer. Everybody here has their own story. Maybe not everybody is lying. Now, wait a second. I'm just trying to help, the teenager says. But by this point, the decision has been made. And the teenager is the one to drop that next. In my personal opinion, they waited this for way too long. There are some people that annoy the living shit out of you in this circle. And this teenager was there for like 10 minutes of screen time. I was like, just just do it. Come on, get, get rid of this. Now the soldier starts speaking up. And the cancer lady says, well, let's figure out why they chose us. We need to know more about each other. So she kind of tries to get some personal stories from people. And there's this woman in the back that introduces herself as Beth. She's been in HR for 11 years. She lives in California. She's about 36 years old. She's single, has no kids, has a dog, has two cats. And the countdown starts and you guessed it. She's killed off. And somebody in the room says, I mean, at least she didn't have any children. But now they realize that this is actually a really bad idea because maybe just say our names. It's harder with these introductions than once the person drops dead, you kind of feel like you connected with them. You know that they have somebody at home waiting for them. After this, there's like dead silence in the room. And then this guy speaks up saying his name is Craig. And this is his wife standing next to him. Is anybody else related? And I was like, wait, what do you mean you and your wife are related? Like, bro, (laughs) is that incest? What the fuck? Everybody kind of ignores that because, you know, it's sheer panic. They know they might have only 60 seconds to live. So one man knows another woman, Susan. One says that they're neighbors, and then Susan is like, no, co-workers. And you were like, okay, you're too fucked. The two of you, some sexual chemistry happened there. But then Craig's cuts the, but then Craig's cuts the silence, saying, if it comes to it, just spare his wife. Just kill him, but leave his wife until the end, whatever the end in this sick game means. Now, we see a guy who can't speak English. And then the woman that is standing in the circle just behind him starts speaking Spanish to him. And as he takes the picture of his daughter out of his head, you see his dickhead, like the guy that looks like, I don't know, he just is a banker. Let's call him a banker. Yeah, he's going to be a banker in this situation. So he starts, you know what? I mean, it's not fair to kill somebody else in the room 
over this guy who can't even contribute in a conversation. Like he can't even speak English. Why? Actually, actually, the, you, the girl in the back, um, you ask him, is he in the country legally? So she does because she's scared they're going to kill her off. And he says, no, and no, he's pretty much no in every single language. So they're like, you see, you see, taking American people's jobs. However, they don't kill any of these two, the Spanish guy or this dickhead, but a woman rather is killed off next. Sometimes you get a feeling that it is because they missed out on a vote, because you hear the beep, but they're not like moving their hands or clenching them or anything like that. So you get a feeling if they don't vote, it's going to be whoever the fuck, whoever is the person behind it chooses. So another man speaks up in Spanish and says, you know, you were lucky. Tenia suerte or something like that. I don't know what the fuck is that. You're just flexing your Spanish skills, idiot. So a cop, however, in the back, a police officer, asks this guy who just spoke called Raul, do I know you? You are Raul, aren't you? A mechanic from Hollywood. Yeah, you know what, guys? I have actually arrested him once. He beat the shit out of his girlfriend. Really bad. And Raul is like, come on, man, come on. This is because of the teardrop tattoo, isn't it? Like, tattoo is for the cousin who got shot. Like, no, you're just again having prejudice against Latino men. However, after about 40 people now that are in the room kind of pressure him, he said, bitch got what she deserved. She fucked around on me. You gonna shoot me, pig? I don't think that I need to, said a police officer. And Raul is the one to end up dead next. Now the person in the room, once Raul drops dead, says, recognize anybody else, cop? Any parking tickets? Anybody else that you want to eliminate based off of something that you have witnessed? However, the woman behind him says, what if that is important? What if we need to figure out who's good and who's bad and try to justify these killings by death? We should at least consider it. So the question becomes, who deserves to live? What are they going to decide that on? Based on morale? Based on values? What you have or haven't done in life? Like, do you have any kids? And then a Muslim woman gets killed off. So you hear a black guy in the background saying, how about we kill all of the minorities? How about we kill all people of race? All of the black people next. You all reach the minority quota. Now the police officer in the back starts screaming, you guys want everything to be handed over to you, that's why the country is going to shit. And, as you guessed it, the police officer gets killed off next. So the man next to him after this police officer's body is carried out by the invisible figures says, yeah, maybe keep your prejudices out of this, maybe this would be a smart decision. But the black guy says everything needs to be on the table. So they decide, let's force a tie. It is something that we haven't tried yet. You know, this machine, whatever the fuck, doesn't let them vote for themselves. They can only vote for one person, right? And if they all vote for the person right next to them, this guy thinks it might cause a tie. They don't know what the fuck is going to happen then. But it doesn't work. So they're saying like, okay, this might have been a mistake. Somebody might have fucked up. Guys, focus and let us try again. Now, 
you see that the tie did work. So the tie working means that the light shines onto two people that are in the tie. So here, the light shone on a man and a pregnant woman. And obviously, then they have to vote again, and they vote off to kill that man. But then somebody speaks up. The man just killed, voted for a pregnant woman. He saw him, and that's why he was killed off, because this man who saw it voted for the man. So what do you think happens when we get to the last person left? Because you see, there's two people that were in a tie. One will have to vote for the other. Meaning last man standing can walk out alive. So this is when they make a decision. You know, they're standing one to it next to each other. This small little girl who can't be over five years old and this pregnant woman. Once the conversation turns to discussing who deserves to live, you know, how do they keep the pregnant woman and this small child alive, old lady says pregnant woman counts for two people. Nobody still considers what this really means, like if these two are only two people left alive. But the kid actually ends up in the tie next, and they choose an older woman who was in a tie with her, and they kill her off. So they decide, okay, let us form a pact. Nobody vote for this little girl and the pregnant lady again. And, of course, that is sparks rage within the room. Oh, she's never heard of birth control, so she gets to live. But they decide the majority decision before each elimination needs to happen in order to protect these two. Because there's now fewer people in the room, they create some sort of pact. So, remember Eric? Then there's this marine, or let's call him a soldier, because I really know which fucking part of the army he belonged to. And then there is a one-armed man that was in the room. They believe everybody should sacrifice themselves to save this little girl and the pregnant woman. And then there's other side of the room led by this bearded guy and some guy that looks like a rich motherfucker, you know, the Thai dude, they want to eliminate them immediately because they are a threat to them, right? They're a threat to their own survival. So they believe everybody should be equal. There shouldn't be any special privileges in this room. Other arguments are being thrown around this circle. Oh, do you get straight A's? They're literally talking to this girl like, do you deserve to leave, little girl? And she's like, no, not really. And then another woman is like, oh my god, yeah, she got a B. Let's kill her off. I don't know why. My humor is broken. I really laughed at that scene. I was like, bro, what is this movie? That is why it has very low reviews online. So both of them end up in a tie, but a man screaming, kill them both, ends up being killed. So... Somebody, I don't even know who in this wild room, says, what about volunteers? And I thought, okay, yeah, nobody's going to volunteer, right? Would you volunteer? Like, you already know you're going to end up dead because now they have chosen literally two people to keep alive. So you have no chances, but why would you volunteer? You want to see what the game is about, right? (laughs) You want to see if you can, I don't know, convince a pregnant woman to save you. What is this god complex, Maya? However, a teenager volunteers. And this lady asks, why? Like, you're one of the youngest people in the room. 
So this man, who is a douche, the suit and tie guy, says, like, he doesn't have to tell you why. He doesn't have to have a motive. The teenager, however, responds, he just guesses he doesn't want to kill anybody. This other man asks him, okay, at least tell us your name. Sean? Sean? Okay, are you sure you want to volunteer? A black man, however, says no, and he volunteers, volunteering meaning he stepped off of the circle and was immediately killed off. Now, there is a guy that looks like he belongs in a cult here, and he says, well, it's going to be easier if we get a couple of volunteers now. We can die on our own terms. This shirt and tie douche is like, well, I don't see you a lot volunteering. So Sean volunteers again, for whatever reason, and he is killed off. The student eye is like, you see, you're a hero, Scott. And everybody's like, his name wasn't even Scott. They all start looking at the soldier now, however, thinking, why aren't you volunteering your own life? So the soldier speaks up, saying, I was in Afghanistan, keeping you all safe. I only got back actually two days ago. I was on my way to see my family that I haven't seen for so many months. I have a seven-month-old. My son doesn't know who I am. I haven't met my son yet. And my wife doesn't know where I am. She hasn't seen me in so long. And this is where I'm going to die? No, I don't want to volunteer. I literally just returned from a freaking war zone. So another woman decides to volunteer and she says that her son died last year. Her son died in a motorbike accident and people say you will see him again. And she steps off the circle saying I go in peace. Upon her death you hear this voice from the back and it's a minister saying things like oh my god she sacrificed herself god is watching all of us it all counts guys god has a plan we just have to have faith and this asian guy who hasn't really been speaking much says that's just bullshit then there's this guy that looks like fucking mark zuckerberg saying god doesn't give shit about you have faith rather in whatever this little machine is whatever is killing us off as this is who god is inside of this room netflix dubbed this guy an atheist so when the minister says 95 percent of people believe in god this guy says well they're all idiots so people are like oh you're calling us idiots the countdown begins and you think he's next he's next he must go because he just literally to put like some spite against all of them but he ends up in a tie with this woman and she gets killed off so the minister says looks like god just cut you a break didn't it but he, this guy doesn't stop Tsuki does not stop he says do i know you from somewhere to this woman standing next to him are you an actress are you what's your name stacy is stacy your stage name you know only fans account is it your porn name i did think you look better before your enhancements and stacy gets super upset saying he's lying am i are they real though oh they're not real who paid for them oh you see stacy being super uncomfortable was it your employer was it your oh it was oh you're you're not you're not a gold digger 
If she gets those double Ds, she thought a guy is gonna love her instead of his family and kids. And suddenly they see her as this promiscuous girl. Luckily, they realize he's a dick before they kill her off, killing him off first. After this guy is dead, somebody suggests we should take into account if people have families. Of course, this turns out to be a bullshitting game then. Somebody says, I have 16 children. Oh yeah, I have actually 27. Maybe, maybe you should volunteer if you don't have a kid. The student eye guy, who is still somehow fucking alive in this game, asks this woman next to him if she has a kid. Oh, you do? Great. Okay, cool. So only one child? Mm, Not really great. But what does your husband do? Well, actually, she's raised by two moms, because I'm gay. The student Thai guy, of course, is homophobic as fuck. Oh, you think it's okay for a child to be raised with two moms? She says it's not fucking 50s, dude. I mean, it's not as bad as if she was to be raised by two men, but it's still wrong. Give the little girl a chance to have a normal life and volunteer. This country was based on family values. She has sinned, everybody. She has sinned. Some sin more than others. Maybe that's the whole point of this thing, somebody says. And finally, they kill this motherfucker off. Now, there's a Jesus-looking guy that we haven't seen until now. And he says, okay, okay, now let's just start thinking because there's maybe less than 20 of us right here right now what happens when there are only two people left we have chosen these two individuals this little girl and the pregnant woman so one of them is going to have to kill the other well in that situation as we have seen one person can sacrifice themselves they don't have to vote so we should decide whoever is left in the end makes the decision Now, there's a tie between those two black people who had some sexual tension before. And the guy says, you should have never married that asshole. Together? Together. And they just walk off their circles. Now the decision has to be made. We need to be the ones to do it. It's too much responsibility for this little girl. We have to choose to kill her off. But for them to make that decision, now they start asking the pregnant woman questions. So, what do you do? Uh, No, they immediately, they don't even give them the time to answer. They're like, you know what? World has plenty of moms on welfare. Now, maybe, maybe keeping the girl alive is actually a great idea. And this girl is weeping. She's like, what the actual fuck? Like, how did we get here? Like, you weren't even paying attention to us two seconds ago. You know, lady, pregnant lady, do you even know who the father is? What does he do for a living? Is he in jail? Oh my god, he must be in jail. They literally plotted this whole fantasy world. This woman has not uttered a word. Now, the Asian kid gets killed off next for, again, no particular reason. But this guy who is literally pestering this pregnant woman is, like, asking her still some more questions. But now he decides he needs to make sure that people know who he is so he says actually you know what i work for a bank we lend people money to start their small businesses i am a contributing member to the society like why would you choose you're choosing to what save this pregnant woman who in our heads is on welfare and doesn't even deserve to live 
we need some sort of a metric here. Remember the translator woman behind the Spanish guy? She kind of gets a zoom in on her face as she's whispering something in Spanish to the guy. And immediately people don't like this. She's gone. So logically, in everybody's heads, the Spanish guy is to go next. At this point, Eric speaks up and he's saying, well, you know what? There are clearly two sides here. And we have already chosen these two selects, the little girl and the pregnant woman. So let us put one of them in a tie with somebody else. And then, of course, we can choose the other person to kill. So this means the next tie is between the Spanish guy and the kid. And you think, okay, the Spanish guy has lived long enough in this game. He's gone. But this banker in the background starts losing his fucking mind. I say, I'll play your game now. Let's kill both of the selects. Let's kill both of them. And then have a chance to walk out of here alive. So, of course, that means that they kill the banker guy off. Because, um, yeah, they don't want this kind of behavior. After the banker guy is gone, somebody says, what if two people can leave? We can R.I.D. of the K.I.D. earlier. And uh, they're looking at him like, I think the kid is old enough to be able to spell. And because of that, they kill off that guy. And he was the guy with the one R. So soldier, who is still somehow alive, says, let's vote for the wife. Remember? The guy that says, like, protect my wife at all costs. You know, the husband will most definitely protect her. He said it earlier on. Now, everybody starts focusing only on these two individuals. You know, saying, your wife is going to die because of you. But then one of them says, what if they're not even married? Come on, think about it. What would you do to survive? So they start questioning them, okay? Okay, no, 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 you, you shut up. We are questioning your wife. What is his birthday? She says his birthday. What, where did he go to college? Okay. So you see your husband, he introduced himself to the group. Yeah, he said his name. What's his name? The first time he spoke? Yeah. Complete silence. Complete silence. They say, okay, we made it up. We made it up. But Craig that was his name, says it was her idea. Now, they kill off the husband first. And then the wife, with like all of the relief, says, I mean, guys, I was married. It wasn't my idea. I just wasn't married to him. And like, I have a daughter, just not with him. We just agreed upon this when we came in. And everybody's like, I'm thinking, how they agree upon this? Like, this movie has a bunch of flaws, okay? And this was one of them. I was like, you literally just woke up. Like, when did you get a chance to speak on the sly? So the lesbian girl says she wants to see her daughters as well, okay? You're not the only one with kids here, lady. Want to see them again? There's the Jesus guy in the background. He says, join the majority. So clearly, there's still groups here. Now, because they chose to have like about 50 people here, somehow four people get eliminated all at once. Nobody really explains how, why, how does this voting process work? Sure, which leads seven people left in the game, four making the majority. So they're deciding pregnant woman needs to be the person to stay because she counts as two people. They are asking her, do you want to find out if it's going to be a boy or a girl? 
And you see this pregnant woman also kind of like losing herself like because of all of this pressure. But basically they're saying, well, if you stay and decide to walk out alive, that means you need to kill somebody else's child. Another guy decides to step off of the circle and now it's free for free. So Jesus guy starts trading. It's full on panic mode now. Anybody who has something to offer is going to speak up. He says, give them a little girl and a phony wife. And the man who until now did not speak a word. We did not see this man's face. I was like, bro, where did this guy come from? So they decide, well, he didn't vote once. How do you know? Maybe, so how is he still alive? Why is he still here? Maybe it's fucking luck. But maybe it's not. Eric says there might be a reason why he's still alive. And I was thinking, is he untouchable? Is he like the people behind all of this? I actually watched this one. (laughs) I cannot emphasize that enough. Like, I knew what this movie was about. I just don't remember shit. There's one way to know for sure. So... You think they're all going to vote him off, but rather they vote for Jesus guy instead. Next, they decide to vote the phony wife off, which leaves only four people in the room. Eric, the smart guy, then the pregnant woman, the little girl, and the mute man, because we have not heard him talk yet. So the smart guy, Eric, says, I don't think he wants to give them anything. Like, we've already given them enough. Maybe that is why he hasn't spoken yet. The pregnant lady asks him, does he want them to vote for him? And there's no other choice. This man just isn't speaking. He does not give no fucks. He's not giving these people anything. So no other choice but to kill him off. Now, pregnant lady says, why are you doing this to us? And Eric says, I mean, it must be an experiment. Like, I don't know, what the hell? Maybe to learn about us? Maybe just to see what we would do? Who we would choose and why? To understand our values. Because when we kill someone, we are judging them and saying there's something wrong with them. The kid then decides she's gonna go. And Eric says, for the baby right? That's very brave of you, little girl. What's your name? Katie. Katie? We'll go together, okay? And then, you know, they start saying goodbyes to the pregnant lady and Eric says, Katie, there's no more time. Do it. Katie is about to step off of that circle and Eric does something. You're like, what kind of magic? What the fuck just happened here? And they're both dead. What he did was he voted for one of them as Katie just stepped off of that circle, technically sacrificing herself. Now, he's standing literally in this circle thinking, okay, fuck, come on, all that for nothing. I'm here standing by myself. I am exactly the same as everybody else here. I made the same choices. Like, what's my prize? I get to walk out alive, right? But then you see the light, that light that will shine in a tie. And the light is shining on Eric and on a pregnant lady. And my dumbass did not realize this in the first watching of the movie, but it's shining on the lady because the unborn child also counts as a person. Meaning this psychopath has to kill off 
the fetus, the unborn child, in order to win this game. I have a feeling this might be why the movie isn't, like, super popular, you know? All of the pro-choice people, like, probably not, like, super amused by this very scene. But he does it. And you see the machine firing up, and suddenly Eric is outside. He's just walking, and you see, like, a flying object in the distance. Like, actual, like, UFO, but kind of, like, giving you the Black Mirror vibes, rather than just, like, you know, the small little UFO thing. And he's just going down these tunnels in the, what you assume is now the real world. Some sort of dystopia. And you hear the replay of what do you think happens when we get down to the last person left. And you hear his own words saying the last man gets to walk out of it alive. But in this world, he is now joining all of these other people, looking at this flying object. And you see that most of them are either pregnant women or other children. Because he won this game. But can he outsmart others in another? Because the circle never ends. And that is where this movie has ended. I don't know why I like it. I can't explain it. But I really fucking like this movie. It's like all of them realize, like I was thinking just like them. You know, like who is worth saving and why? How do you make this decision? How do you make it over the others? How do you convince people? Like how, what would you do in this situation? I don't know. I mean, it had like a ton of flaws. I get why some people don't like it. I get why so many people don't like it, but I really did. And I was thinking, like, how great it would be if there was a sequel. <laughs> Literally nobody asked for it. Come on, come on. There's so many Wattpad fucking movies that came from, like, first traps of, like, teenagers just wanting most toxic relationship. But there's no sequel to this, to this shitty movie. Because imagine, how would he win? He wouldn't stand a chance. He would be the first one to go in the next game against, like, all of the women and children. And, like, how many of them are happening everywhere? That's what I was thinking of. I really like the niche of, you know, Squid Game kind type of movies, Alice in Borderland, like, all of those that I have already covered for the the podcast well at least in borderland i have covered i really like that type of like you know why would you kill people off who deserves to die how do you outsmart the others i don't know what does it say about me <laughs> maybe I should do a personality test but that is it that is it who would you have chosen to live would you have chosen the pregnant woman would you have chosen the little girl <laughs> Literally, when I was re-watching it, uh, my husband like was in the background saying, like, these movies are so triggered when it comes to the old people. You would probably leave the old people till the end for no like other reason, because you just wouldn't be thinking sensically, because you're so connected to old people. And I think I am. I think that would be my logic. I'd be like, fuck this pregnant bitch. My the reviews you're gonna get just based off of this opinion, the backlash you're gonna get. But I wanna know who would you have chosen? If you're watching on YouTube, leave me the comments. Like, what would your logic be? What would your approach be? But yeah, that is it. That is the movie. The smart guy outsmarted them all. That is the moral of the story. 
always question the motives, always do it. And I will be seeing you in a fortnight. I'll be seeing you with a new catfish episode. Until then, keep making this world a better place. One motive, one circle game at a time. Bye, fuckers. Goodbye now. Bye, all of them. I love you. Oh, God. <laughs>